0: Sometimes, mama, life has a real way of tearing us down in our relationships, in our motherhood, in our business, you name it, and we can look up and find ourselves overwhelmed and wounded with seemingly no way out and no way to heal and be whole so we can be our best for our families. You are not alone. So in today's episode, Mama Pernour and author Alicia Searle tells us about her story and being in that desert place and how it led her to use her pain as a springboard for healing and helping countless other women with the same challenges. I know you feel you're in over your head, but there is a remedy. Take a moment, take a breath, lean in and keep listening. This is Brittany N. Smith, and you've just tuned into the Brittany Smith podcast, where we care and share with a whole lot of flair on all things business, branding, raising babies and everything in between. Because let's face it, being a busy lady is a whole situation, especially when you've got big dreams and you're brilliant at what you do. We're gonna get right over here, okay? On this show, we'll talk about building an excellent, sustainable, and profitable brand, raising babies while raising your empire, the power of faith while we flex our hustle muscles, and girl, finding our true rhythm in the midst of all the hats that we wear. Oh yes, we are creating our most authentic lives over here. I am so glad you showed up today. Here's to you, sis. Let's get it. Good day, everyone. Welcome back to the Brittany Smith podcast. And I will tell you, I am super duper excited about today's episode. Um, One, because I know that I need what we're going to talk about today. But I also know that if I need it, that you need it too. And that's why you're here. Today, I have my new friend, Alicia Searle. She is A mamapreneur. She is a woman of God. She is a devotional writer. And the importance or the weight of what she does, you're going to find out in a minute. And I, I just want to let her go ahead and tell you a little bit about herself and wait until she drops the topic of the devotional that she wrote. And then it's all going to come together and you're going to know why you're listening today. So, Alicia, thank you so much for joining me today. Go ahead and tell our listeners who you are, what you do, and then get to the kicker.
1: What is your (laughs) devotional? I want to get to that part, but go ahead and introduce yourself. Oh, thank you, Brittany, so much for having me. You're so sweet and kind, and thank you for your sweet words. Yes, so I am a mama, and I'm a stay-at-home, work-from-home, all-around, crazy-life, mom-life mama. But yes, I am a devotional writer and I wrote a devotional for moms because along this journey, I realized I just, I needed to lay out my heart and maybe connect with some other moms. Before I was a teacher and I was a reading specialist and I helped children learn to read and that just really spoke to my heart because I also struggled with reading growing up. And then we had some crazy things go on in our family. And so God just lead us to homeschool. And so I homeschooled my girls up until the last two years. And then once they started going to middle school, I was like, I don't know if I'm cut out for homeschooling middle kids. So now they're all in school. And while they were at school, I was like, well, what am I going to do? Like, Lord, what is my purpose? I'm staying at home now. I don't really know what I'm supposed to be doing. And I was kind of writing some devotionals for our local church for moms and I just started writing just a journal and a devotional for, you know, just kind of lay out my heart for my family. And God took it a step further. And I kept getting emails in my inbox from a publisher saying, we want to hear your story. So I was like, okay, God. So then I kind of, I kind of caught it, got in contact with them. but as I started finishing up my story, I realized I didn't have an editor. And even though I was a reading specialist, grammar is not really my strong suit. So I was like, I really need someone to look over this and and check all the grammar and all the points and making sure that it flows well. And so my husband went to the doctor the next day and he was kind of talking to the doctor and he was asking about our family because I was our family doctor. And he was like, so how's your wife doing? And he was like, well, she's written a book for moms, but she doesn't have an editor and she's just kind of at a standstill. And so the doctor's like, well, what does she need? And um, my husband's like, Well, she's looking for an editor. And my husband, you know, it just explained to him that she, you know, she read the story, but she just wants someone to look over it. And the doctor's like, Well, I have an editor that goes to my church. And so God opened the door again. And I met with this sweet lady, and now she's a wonderful friend of mine. And um, she's helped me with several of my books now. But um, I met with her over coffee and I said, you know, this was before we really knew each other. I said, like, you don't know me. I was like, I want you to be completely honest. Here's my manuscript. Look over it. If it's just horrible, then I won't publish it. But God just seems to just keep laying on my heart to get this out for moms. And so she looked it over and she's like, I think it has potential. And I was like, okay. And so we went from there, and within like a few months, it went into the publisher, and God just kind of kept opening up doors. This devotional is all about my mom life. It's called Wounded. And the reason it's called Wounded is you can kind of find out a little bit more about my backstory if you want to check it out on my website. But the whole purpose behind it was because I was just a mom that was really struggling. I was struggling with my identity and my identity in Him. I was struggling with connections, connections with my family, my husband and friends. And one thing that we're going to talk about today, I was struggling with rest and just resting in him and just finding there's several different kinds of rest we'll talk about, but just being restored by rest. I was really struggling with that. So that's why I wrote this devotional for moms to just speak to their heart, laying out my heart and letting them know that they're not alone. And then from there, I also wrote another devotional for teens. Um, which is coming out this fall. A lot of them are just testimonial devotionals laying out my life to hopefully connect to other moms and ladies now of all ages. Woo,
0: OMG. Did y'all, did y'all catch <laughs> all of that? Okay, It it there were layers. There's layers to <laughs> her story. You know, whenever I listen to someone tell their story, I'm always listening out for points where I can see myself and where I can relate. Um, And just so many levels of being able to relate. Like she said, oh yeah, after this period in my life, I wasn't sure, like my identity was kind of shaken. And I'm like, what the heck am I supposed to do with my life? I can identify with that, you know? And then (laughs) she talked about even following the breadcrumbs of faith, right? Like, okay, I'm gonna, all right, God, I'm gonna try to write this book, but if you don't make it happen, then it won't happen. And God is like, oh, word, boom, here's an editor, boom here's the content. Boom. Here's the publisher. Like everything that you needed just fell into place. Um, But the part that is my favorite is the fact that it was your story that became your platform. You know, it yes. was your real life struggles and challenges and experiences that became the thing that you were going to use to reach and impact other women. And I think that's powerful and important for us to highlight, especially on this show, because one of the main premises of me creating this podcast was to create a space for busy women who need to know that they're not in it by themselves and need to know right. that there are other women out there that understand. So when you talk about being a tired mama, a winded mama, when you talk about mm-hmm. being winded in your relationships, when you talk about needing to truly find rest and even what does what does rest even mean? Like th- There are women out there that are listening right now that have no concept of rest. You know, we'll right. think rest is, okay, I'm going to go take a nap. No, baby. <laughs> you're tired in your soul. Like you're,
1: you're so right. tired. Different kind you of rest.
0: Um, Yeah, absolutely. So you guys, we, she's definitely the one to talk to mm-hmm. us today. Um, And I want us to kind of rest our conversation from the standpoint of one, feeling like you're not good enough. And then the spiral that, that feeling sends you on Um, which wears you out and then puts you in a place where you need rest. Let's just start there. Talk about (laughs) what it means to you to not feel good enough and what
1: that has looked like in your life. Oh my goodness. Yeah, there's been so many seasons I have been through not feeling good enough. And I, I will just have to say that this past year has been really challenging, has it not? I mean, we have gone through a global pandemic. We have gone through changes in school. We have gone through shifting from working in a career to working at home. I mean, it's just been a challenging year overall. And I think with all those changes, we're now entering kind of like a new season. And maybe we're questioning like, okay, well, where am I supposed to be right now? How am I supposed to work? How is this supposed to work with my kids at home? Because I did have all my kids at home this year. They were doing school online and it was a little crazy. I'll be honest. Um so now we're kind of transitioning again and school might be looking a little different next year and so we're kind of maybe thinking this summer okay so what is that going to look like and then what is that going to look like for me as a mom you know how am i going to orchestrate all this and and what am i going to do with all of this time you know am i going to be able to utilize it right and balance work and life and family and career and here's the thing i want you to understand you are not enough on your own did you catch that you are not enough you're not And that's okay because you were never meant to do it all, nor can you. So we need to let go of that burden right now. We need to let go of the burden because our society tells us, oh, you need to do this and you need to do that. And it's this go, go, go mentality that we have in our heart and our mind. And our society is it's very counter and you know culture for us to like actually realize that we don't ever have to be enough. Second Corinthians 12, three actually reminds us that God is enough. For us, with His power, we are made perfect in our weakness. And I love that Bible verse because when we're feeling this burden of not being enough, we have to rest in Christ and remind our heart where our true identity is, and that with Him we are enough. Some of the things that I I like to do when I when I get into this place of oh my gosh, am I doing enough? I I, I can't keep up, or am I doing enough? You know, am I good enough? I, I think there's three places that that kind of stems from, and I think. One is, is this society that's constantly pouring in our heart, these loud distractions and noises of do this, do that, do this. And some of that comes from maybe what we're watching on TV. Some of it comes from maybe social media. Some of it maybe even comes from other mamas that we compare ourselves to, which the comparison trap will steal your joy and hinder your purpose. So we have to be very careful with that. And I'll get into that in a second. But I think three things that really kind of regroup me and kind of shift my focus back on okay, I am enough with Christ. What does that look like? One thing that I kind of do, as I told you, I love writing. Writing just speaks to my soul. It, it gets me close to my father. When I'm writing, I can feel him just, just coming out through my, through my words. And I, and I will tell you that even with my devotional, it might be my story, but it's his message. A lot of it just comes out because I think it's something that he wants us to hear. I have a question. As you were talking about,
0: where this not enough stems from, right? I think it's important for us to really hone in on how this is an individual thing. Like, even though we, mm-hmm. many of us mamapreneurs, we deal with this, but in terms of how it manifests in your life, it's a very individual and personal way that it manifests. Can you kind of touch on some of your your red flags? Like, I know for me, when I'm feeling not enough, I overcompensate. Mm-hmm. You know, when I'm feeling not enough, I'm cleaning the house extra clean. Oh, I yeah. am, you know, ordering the groceries and I'm, <laughs> I've am i ordered, you know, I've picked out all the recipes for the week and, and, you know, I'm, I'm filled up my schedule with phone calls. Like I, <laughs> mm-hmm. I go above and beyond to overcompensate in all the different areas. And then, you know, obviously there's a letdown there because like you mentioned, but when you first started that we're never going to be enough there's not enough of us. God is the one that makes us enough, but us on our own? No. Mm-hmm. So tell me what those red flags or those mechanisms look like looked like in your life and maybe what some of our women could look for to let them know that they're operating and not enough.
1: So I think that those red flags have changed throughout my motherhood journey. I'll be honest. I think when I was younger and I was a new mom with littles, I was just extremely exhausted and I felt like no matter what I was doing, it wasn't enough. I had a really hard time breastfeeding. I'll be honest. And my first baby cried nonstop. She had um, acid reflux. No matter what we did to try to help her, her food was not staying down. It was like actually wearing away the part of her esophagus. And we went to a bunch of doctors and I I, I would cry in the doctor's office like, I am not good at this mom thing. I can't do it. It was this feeling of defeat, you know, and I think we have to remember that we're going to go through different seasons in in motherhood where there's a lot of different trials. So I think a red flag for me is when I'm tired and I'm overwhelmed and I'm overly emotional and I'm listening to lies. Those are like really big for red flags because... I get really tired and I get moody. I mean, it's it's not fun for me or my family because I I'm I'm kind of gripey at everyone and I'm like snippy. My poor yeah. husband has to deal with it. And yeah, and I'm a mad woman too with the house. Like if the house is clean, at least I feel like I have control over something. So I'm like, okay, the house is clean. That's one thing that's like got some kind of order to it. Cause everything else in my life does not have order. So I'm I do the same thing. I'm like a cleaning, I go on a cleaning spree. So I feel like I've done something, but it still leaves me feeling empty. I know for me, some of the things that has kind of helped me like just regroup, and we'll kind of get into this a little bit more too. That's why I'd said I, I write like a thankful journal just to like remind myself of things that I am thankful for because it's it's really easy to forget that in the midst of all these crazy obligations that we have or all these things that we feel we're failing at because the liar is so loud, and he'll be like, Oh, you're not a good enough mom, and oh, too bad you can't breastfeed, and oh She's not sleeping because you're not doing something right you need to put her on her side instead of on her back or whatever you know whatever it is the liar is very loud and clear but if we have like this quiet time to get quiet and maybe write down some of our blessings that's when God kind of speaks truth to our heart. when we open up our Bible and say, Lord just speak to me because I am I'm empty I'm going on nothing. I have nothing to give right now I'm tired, I'm overwhelmed, I'm moody. My red flags are all kicking in and I'm not feeling anything and it's, it's not good for my family. So I think sometimes just writing down those blessings and seeing them in front of us helps and then surrounding ourselves with sweet friends that we know are going to encourage us. Maybe they're in your Bible study, you know, mentors. I think you can either be a mentor or mentor someone, but I think we need to have mentor moms in our life that are going to hold us accountable. So when, when those red flags pop up, she's going to gently say, sweetheart, let me help you or let me pray for you, or what's going on. Let's talk. Let's go have coffee. Those sweet friends that will walk beside us and really can kind of see sometimes before we see those red flags hit and kind of lead us back on the track of where we need to go. And then, like I said, but you know what? Yeah.
0: One of the things that stood out to me, even now is you mentioned being the control freak. It's like (laughs) when you are in that not enough space, your need for control is heightened mm-hmm. because it's like, okay, let me control what I can control. And maybe that will satisfy these empty feelings of emptiness or these feelings of not feeling good enough. Um, maybe that will quench those feelings in the moment, but one, so it's the, it's the need for control, but then two pride kicks in as well. Oh, yeah, You know, you, one would think that, Hey, when I am feeling like I'm not good enough, let me shrink back and just hide away. Again, if you're an A-type personality like me, I don't shrink back and hide. I <laughs> charge up and turn up in every area. You know, in that regard, I love how you mentioned having a mentor mama to kind of be able to tap you and say, hey girl, um, you're looking a little crazy today. Let's tone it back or whatever. <laughs> you know, um, right. I-, I love that. But I feel like if you're, Defense mechanism against not enough is pride, like it could be sometimes for me. Even those things might be, I don't know, not ineffective, but you need somebody or something that can get through to you. How do you begin to create that space? You mentioned having quiet time with God. Many people listening right now are, you know, their moms, their wives, their business owners. Some of them are running businesses while working a nine to five, some of them are doing the virtual learning. Some of them are doing ministry. Demystify for us the impossibility of finding five minutes of quiet time with God each day.
1: I think we have a misconception of what that really looks like. I think we feel like in order to be quiet with God, we have to be like quiet and we have to open our Bible and we have to have this 10 to 15 minutes of nobody talk to me. I have to tell you that God knows what season you're in. He knows you're getting two hours of sleep. He knows you're up all night. He knows where you are. And I think first, if we can recognize that we're in a season that's hard to find that actual quiet time, and we just recognize that, that we can kind of, I guess, adapt our the way that we're, we're worshiping and getting our quiet time in with God. And I think sometimes if you're waking up at 2 a.m. to do a feeding for a newborn and you're half asleep, maybe you just say, Lord, this is going to be a little bit of what you're going to get tonight. Thank you so much for just being able to let me be here with Him. Open your heart to God at that time. Even if you're tired, He knows your heart even before you know what what you're going to speak. If you're folding clothes, if you're washing dishes, if you're changing diapers, anything like that, you can just have that time to just kind of say, okay, Lord, carry me through. I'm tired today. Or I need your strength today. Falling back on that 2 Corinthians 12, 3 again, like Lord, just remind me that through your power even in my weakness, that you're enough. And I think too, one of my other favorite verses is Psalm 4610. And it says, be still and know that I am God. Oh, That one always hits my heart. And being still may be at two in the morning when you're breastfeeding. Being still may be when you're leaning over a pile of dirty dishes, crying your eyes out because you're so tired. Being still may be when you're changing a dirty diaper and they poop all over the wall and you're like, oh my gosh, I can't deal with this today. That might just be like, okay, I'm going to pause right now, Lord. I'm going to change this baby's diaper. I'm going to put this baby on a bed, surround them by pillows, and I'm going to just kneel beside my bed and pause for a second. So it's going to look different with whatever season we're in. And I think too, the reason why I'd said too is surrounding ourselves with sweet friends. You're right. I mean, pride does come in the way because we have this pride of wanting to be enough. That's where it comes from again. And I think even if you surround yourself with friends that you know that you can trust and just say, they know you so well that you can say, okay, just send me a Bible verse that's going to speak to me today because I'm, I'm losing it. Or will you just pray for me today? It can be as simple as that. Or, you know, because I had a mom my first year when I was telling you that we were going through a really difficult time and she cried literally. I think I timed it six to eight hours a day. And my husband would leave for work and I was stuck at home and I was like, I can't do this. I'm so tired. And my friend Molly would just, she'd send me texts or she'd sometimes just pick up the phone and we'd call and talk to each other because I would need to hear a voice. And we'd just commiserate with one another and just talk, you know, because she was going through a hard, she she had a newborn too. So just having someone that's in the same season of motherhood that you're in, that you can just walk through and talk with one another and just lift each other up and encourage each other and offer hope. That kind of was helpful to me.
0: That's beautiful. That really is beautiful. And I think to your point, there had to come a time where you made a transition mentally and began to let those walls down, to let somebody in enough to speak to your heart and to speak to where you are and to really receive from them. Let's talk about in your overwhelm, in your feeling, feeling not good enough and the, the tiredness and exhaustion that comes from that. I'm thinking about right now a plant that can't take the water in because the ground is just so hard. I want to kind of connect the analogy that that water is the rest that that we so desperately need, but our ground is so hard that the water is not sinking in. Once we start to recognize and acknowledge like, okay, something is off, I need to make a change, I need to rest, I need support, I need resources, and I'm open to help. Once we get to that place, tell us about the rest that we need tell us about how to really tap into it and tell us what that has looked like in your life.
1: Yeah, well, I I definitely think being open to rest does take time. It does take some, mentally we have to be prepared for it. You're right. And we have to be open to receiving it. And it did take me a long time. I think it was probably more, by the time I had my third baby, I was like, I really need to rest. And and I'm I'm talking about a different kind of rest. I wasn't sleeping. I mean, I we all know that when you have like a newborn, you're not getting any sleep. But at the same time, by the third child, I was like, okay, there will be a day that she's sleeping more than two hours at night and it, it will come. But right now I just, I, I need to focus on just a different kind of rest, which we had talked about like refueling our soul. So the rest, yeah, I'm talking about is more of this reassurance of peace in our heart it's like that fuel that keeps us going that we can only get from our father. What that kind of looks like is how do we find that rest when in the midst of raising littles, right? How do we find that rest when we're ready to get there? And we're like, okay, I, I know I need this. I have come to a breaking point. I'm tired. I need to be refueled. And we know that the rest that we're talking about is yes, we definitely need the seven or eight hours of sleep or even six, whatever we can get at this point. But if we're not getting that kind of rest, we know we'll eventually get there but the kind of rest that we kneel comes from that Psalm 46, 10, which says, be still and know that I am God. That is the kind of rest that we really need. And that just comes first for with recognizing when you have littles and you're in that season where it's just kind of crazy. How does that look like? And it's gonna look different. So, like I had said, you know, that rest might be even putting on a show for your little ones and say, you know, I'm I'm gonna put on veggie tales while mommy goes into the bathroom and and has a little bit of a quiet soak in the tub, or mommy has a little bit of a quiet time in the closet or whatever that is, because our bodies need the physical rest, but our bodies also need the spiritual rest. Because I think the first thing we need to understand is the most important relationship we have ever is the one with our God. That relationship, if we really are seeking rest, is the one that we need to seek the most and first and foremost, because every relationship here on this earth is going to fail us it's broken. This world is broken. No one else can fill us up like our God can. So I think when we understand that and we can mentally say, okay, no one else is going to be able to fill my cup. I'm not going to be enough. I'm not going to give enough. And no one else is going to be able to give enough for me either until I can get quiet. Even if that's locking myself in the closet for just five seconds and getting away from everybody, that means don't bring your phone either. That means getting away and just saying, okay, Lord, refuel me. I need you right now. My body is weary. Now, is it going to happen instantaneously? Of course, it's going to be like, oh, great. I feel great. No, but I think it's over over time as we find little nuggets of time to just slip away. If you have newborns while your baby's napping, detach yourself from everything, find a quiet place and get away. I have two teenagers and a preschooler. I put a veggie tails on for my preschooler and I tell my teens, I'm like, I don't care what you do. Just go upstairs. Mm -hmm. And I have, I have a porch swing outside. And my kids know when I am on that porch swing, do not bother me. That is my time with God. And I am having time to rest and be refueled in my heart and my soul. So you need to leave mommy alone. So I think your children need to see you also give this to them as an example. So they one day know that they're going to need that as well. When they see mommy and quiet time or mommy going away to detach from everything, that's her time to get refueled with the most important relationship there is.
0: This is really good though. This is so, 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 so good because what I am hearing, one, is that you need to be kind to yourself and extend grace to yourself. Um, That being still and knowing that he's God looks different in every single season. In your busy seasons, your two word prayer holds just as much weight as your two hour soaking session in the seasons where you have time to soak for two hours, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, and like you're saying, he knows exactly where we are and we put God in the box and we think he's on our time and that he's on our schedule, but mm-hmm. we can think, you know, Jesus, I need you. And he shows up. Like you said, we're, whether we're in the supermarket or whether we're in the library or whether we're driving or whether the baby's taking a nap, he's always there. Because he, you know, the word says that he'll never leave us nor forsake us. And I think sometimes we forget that because we put him in a box like he's a human, (laughs) you know, and he's not. Um, So that's the first thing. And the second thing is you're really describing boundaries. When we are that crazy in that crazy, not feeling like enough space, boundaries are non-existent. You know, we let everyone have access at all times because what would any good mother do? No good mother would. You know, like you said, put their kids in front of a TV show so she can have a moment. No, no, mm-hmm. no. I'm a great mother by doing that because if right. I don't do that, somebody gonna die. Amen, <laughs> you know? hey, like, man, sister, you're definitely on it. And I think, um, like you mentioned, getting your family involved in your rest is major. We don't even think about doing that. The other day, my daughter, she's four, and she's like, "Mommy, can I go to grandma's house so you can have some quiet time?" Now, meanwhile. She just wanted to go to grandma's house. She wasn't worried about my quiet time. (laughs) But the fact that she even put that concept together shows that I guess maybe I'm doing something right by showing her that I need rest or maybe I'm not doing something right. And she's like, you need the rest. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's definitely important getting our families involved so that we can be our best for them. Um, I always like to describe it this way that I can't give 100% to my family 100% to the church, 100% to my business, 100% to my friendships and 100% to God. I have to give my hundred to God and let him distribute me the way that I should be distributed in all those other areas Mm -hmm. and letting him do it in a way that I'm not going to be depleted. You're definitely on it today, Alicia. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. And I even like the fact that there's a bit of an attitude about it. Like, no, when I am on my swing, you best to mm-hmm. stay away from me, okay? Yes, <laughs> um, for sure. You know, being protective. You have to be protective of that space and of that time because literally five minutes a day with God will change the trajectory of your day. Um, right. You know, five minutes with the father will determine how you handle a certain situation that he knew was coming, but you did You know, right. um, it, it's definitely the difference between an argument and not an argument. For those of you who are listening right now, whether you know God or not, you have to find quiet time each day. You have to center yourself each day. You have to practice gratitude each day. Now, I'm hoping that by the time you've gotten to this point in today's show, that you are itching to find this devotional online (laughs) or in stores or wherever it is. And she's going to tell us where we can find it. I'm getting ready to try to find it while I'm sitting here. Um, you know, you're gonna want to find this this book and allow her to walk you through those different phases and different seasons of being winded um because like I said, I really feel like we can all identify like I don't care if you just started your business I don't care if you have one kid or twenty kids hopefully you don't have twenty kids but um I, it doesn't matter like as a woman we wear many hats anyway and so I think that this is very good for us to really dig into and it sounds like Alicia, I might need we might need a part two to this. Um, or (laughs) you know, something like I don't know, maybe like in our in my Facebook group, we'll get the devotional and go through it together as a group. I don't know, but um this is so 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 good. And if you can really master the practice of rest, it will change your life. So, Alicia, let's close with this. Because obviously, if you've written the book you're good at it. Obviously we're not perfect. And, you know, there's different seasons and things like that, but you wrote the book. Tell us what your life looks like now that you are no longer winded on a regular basis. (laughs) What does that look like for you? And then um, once you tell us that, then tell us how to find it so we can also address this winded issue in our lives.
1: (laughs) Oh girl, I, I wish I could say I'm no longer wounded. Wounded is actually a word. I've learned to embrace it. Because I, I think we're constantly, you know, we, we call ourselves, you know, a hot mess or a chaos coordinator or whatever we name ourselves, right? But I think the reason why I like the word wounded is because it reminds me that I constantly need a savior. And I go through seasons. I go through seasons where I feel like, you know, I'm doing really good and I'm offering myself space and grace is what I like to call it. And I'm doing really good and being intentional with my quiet times. And I'm prioritizing my relationship with God and I'm setting up boundaries and then there's times that I am feeling completely overwhelmed and I just need a day off. I was going to read just a little excerpt from my book, if, if I can. It's actually yeah. from, so it is a 30-day devotional. This is actually from the section that is wounded moms need to be restored by rest. And it goes a little something like this. Since we're talking about rest, I thought this would be appropriate. And it's the, from the devotional called, I Just Need a Day Off. It says, I didn't need just a day off. I needed a new outlook. I needed to find a healthy balance between caring for myself and caring for my family and others. Most importantly, I needed to learn how to manage my stress levels and see that rest wasn't only needed, but good. I had a preconceived notion that rest was loosely tied to laziness. The guilt that came attached with rest was based on my misconception of what I thought rest meant. Rest is very different than being lazy. Where laziness doesn't grow us, rest does grow us spiritually. Rest is about a mindset. When we are true to rest, we are mindfully seeking His presence and searching for Him while intentionally being still, quiet, and calm. Rest allows us to connect with our Father on an intimate level. It's a priceless gift to refresh our weary souls. That is
0: awesome. I was
1: waiting for you to keep going like, okay,
0: (laughs) as I'm like literally drawing closer to the screen like, yes, yes, tell me more.
1: So that is just a little excerpt from Wounded. This just lays out my heart. And I just, I, I wrote it because I just wanted, it, it's just for wounded and weary moms everywhere. Just together, I want us as moms to be able to seek truth, connect our hearts and just find true West and the only one that can give it to us. I do have a website if anyone is interested in looking further into the heart behind the devotional or where to get the devotional. It's www.alishasearl.com. It's just my name.com. And I would love to connect with any moms and I'd love to hear your stories too. Like that's my whole purpose behind this journey was to connect with other moms and share our hearts and our stories. And, um, you know, I do have a Facebook and an Instagram page and I am hoping to hear other people's stories as well and maybe share them in my stories so we can kind of connect and um, just offer hope, love and encouragement to other moms that may be in a season of, of a struggle to find rest.
0: Absolutely. Alicia, this was awesome. I'm going to, when we get off of here, go find this devotional. Um, I'm the type of person that if it gets good to me, it's not going to last 30 days. (laughs) I'm just going (laughs) to keep going through it, but maybe that'll defeat the purpose because I'm supposed to rest each day after receiving. I don't know, but I'm definitely going to go get me a copy. I want to say thank you so much for sharing your heart with us today. Ladies, if you are listening, if you're still listening by this point, then it's clear that you need to go ahead and get this devotional. You need to connect with Alicia and follow her on all of her social media platforms and get your rest life together, okay? Because the world is a better place when you're rested. Your family is better when you're rested. Your business is better when you're rested. Your clients receive better a better experience when you're rested, your marriage glows when you're rested, your husband can thrive and be successful, more successful when you're rested. Anything that you do, anything that you touch is better when you are rested, when you are at your best, that is what makes the world a better place. So thank you guys for tuning in. I will see you next week on the next episode of the Britney Smith podcast. Bye. (music) Oh, I already feel refreshed. Do you? Our rest is crucial to our ability to be present and effective for the people who are counting on us. My favorite part was when we talked about including our family in our patterns of rest, getting them on board and to understand that mama needs that space in order to be the mama that they need is huge. What's your greatest takeaway? Let us know in the comments or review section, or you can let me know in our Facebook group. I wanna know so I can hold you accountable. You deserve rest so that you can live your best life, okay? Thank you for listening today. Are you a Mamapreneur looking for support and community around creating, cultivating, and monetizing your brand? Meet me over on Facebook in the Monetized Mamapreneur Society. Join the group because inside we've got trainings, Q and A's, freebies, and connection with other mamas building brands and raising babies. Come on, you need to hang out with ladies who get down with backdrops, laptops, and baby bags. You know, head wraps, fruit snacks, and hustle. We wanna support you in this mamapreneur life. So join the group, the Monetized Mamapreneur Society on Facebook. Do you need help with your branding, graphic design, websites, strategy, and ideas? I'm your girl because designing beautiful and profitable brands is my jam. And who doesn't wanna work with a mama who loves her job? (laughs) Connect with me at Brittany and Smith on Facebook, Insta, and online at brittneysmith.com. And lastly, If you're feeling our vibe on the Britney Smith podcast, subscribe to the show. Leave a comment or review. New episodes are released every single week and I want to chat with you every single week. So mama, until next time, find your rhythm and enjoy the ride.